0: Amen. And so, uh, I'm going to do a part two. I didn't plan to do part two. Uh, I don't know if it's going to go to a part three. Amen. God just moves. But, but I really impressed on me on the bu- on what I ministered last Sunday on the reset button. Amen. Come on, somebody say reset the reset button, amen, and so uh, let's pray real quickly and ask God to move. Father, thank you so much for everything that you have been doing so far, Lord. We thank you for your word. We thank you as you're speaking to individuals, Lord, as you're speaking to this body of Christ, Lord. We thank you for all that you're doing, all that are here today, Lord, for the praise, the worship, the offering, everything father and right now father god we come to focus on you lord so father as you bring your manna from heaven lord let us be ready to receive i pray for ears those that have ears let them hear what the spirit of the lord will say to them lord and let it be deposited and be placed on good soil lord i pray that father seeds are spread seeds are growing father god you're watering them father and i pray that you bring increase in 2024 In Jesus' mighty name. And everyone says, amen. Amen. Come on, give a little more praise, amen, hallelujah. Um, What The question is, amen, is, is, is so many questions are going out, amen. What are you looking for in 24? What are you looking for in 24? It is a new year. It is a new start, new beginning. Listen, it really is a season of stronger faith and greater trust. In God's plans. Come on. How many can use more faith in this place? Amen. Come on. We, we need not just faith. We need strong faith. Somebody say strong faith. Come on. We need strong faith and we need to trust God better. Come on. Somebody say amen. Come on, ain't there times where you have doubted God, Amen, or gone through a season like I don't know what you're doing here, God? Come on, anybody gone through that or just me? Come on, we go through these seasons where there's question marks or or things are not moving the way you want to move, but we need greater faith and we need greater trust in God. You know, uh, there's a, there's a thing right over my desk, Amen, where I study and it says, you know, I don't, don't just have uh, believe in faith. Or or believe that God can do things, you got to know that He will do things. Amen. And so we got to believe that God is going to do what He's going to do in your life. Can somebody say Amen? 23, 2023 is gone. Somebody say goodbye. Come on. And 2024 has begun. Somebody say hello. Come on. It's time to run. Amen. Come on. Tell your neighbor it's time to run. Not run from your problems. Not run from the law. Not run from those that are coming against you, the tax collectors and all those. It's time to run. Come on, somebody. You have to make up your minds that you say, I, we're going forward. How many want to go forward? Come on. We got to go forward, amen, and God, it's time to let go. Listen, church, and let God. Let go. Somebody say, let go. Somebody say, let God. Come on, you cannot let go if you don't have God. Once you can let go, then you can let God in. Come on, the problem is we don't want to let go. Who let go of my ego? Let go of my ego. <laughs> I don't know where I get these things. Man, they just drop in me. So just just flow with me. Can somebody say amen? amen. Come on, it's just say that's my pastor. <laughs> let go of my. You remember that commercial? Let go of my ego. Come on. We, 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 we gotta understand, church, that we gotta make up our minds and we gotta let go and let God, amen. It's time to move forward and not look back at the things that have stopped you in the past, church. Come on. It's time to to cut off the anchors, amen, that prevent you from going forward and sail with God. How many wanna go sailing with Jesus? How many are, are, are ready for an adventure? Hallelujah. Come on, I'm, 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 I'm excited because with Jesus, let me tell you, church, there is always an adventure. Come on, something's going to happen when Jesus is there. Amen. I, I went to work. I, I believe it was on Friday or one of the days. Amen. uh, And, and, and I went in and I, the, the, I think it was a, Monday, there were, or Tuesday, one of the days, amen, they were having some problems on the floor. I missed a few days. I took some uh, break off, amen. I go back to work and, and, and one person tells me, how do you keep it so cool? I mean, how, can, how, I mean, how, how come you don't freak out? I mean, because it's been kind of slow right now after the season, amen. Everybody ever bought stuff, amen. Now it's a slow season for us. I know that. I've been in it for th- almost 40 years in retail, amen. I know the ups and downs or the seasons and so forth. And they're like, what What, what keeps you so cool? Everybody's fighting. stabbing. I mean, hey, that's my customer. I mean, it's, it's crazy. And they tell me, how do you keep it so cool? And I said, you know, <laughs> I got Jesus. I, I don't need a freak out. I, I know who my provider is. I I know who supplies my needs. And so you know, she's like, "Well, you you got you got to feel it." I say, "Well, I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm human. I, you know whether some worry seeks in, or or what I'm gonna do seeks in. But I tell it's for that moment, and I automatically just say, "No, my God's my provider." So yeah, it hits me, but I know who to cling to. And I started to say, I pray provisions over my life. I pray things over my life. So I started sharing some scriptures, and they were like blown away. And I said, when you can trust God like that, then you don't have to worry no more. Come on, somebody say amen. Come on, then. God has you. God has us. Amen. And sometimes those can be anchors from you settling forward. Amen. It's time to get off your butts. It's time to stand up. It's time to go over and stop going under in twenty twenty-four. Come on, some of you guys got up, man, you were like twenty twenty-three, like woo, and then twenty-four, woo! <laughs> <laughs> you come back up a little bit, amen, also you get out, it's like, oh yeah, here we are again, then boom, another wave hits you. Come on, church, we we got to go over. We got to sell over, amen. Stop going under. Uh, Come on, stand on the promises of God, amen. Hold on to God and know that he will provide. Can somebody say amen? It's time to put your eyes on Jesus. Somebody say Jesus. And put your eyes fixed on the finish line. We're going somewhere. Come on, somebody. Tell your neighbor, I'm going somewhere. But if you don't see no finish line, you're going nowhere. You got to, despite of what's hitting our lives, you got to see the finish line, church. You got to know that Jesus is waiting for you on the other side. You got to run. You got to keep your eyes on the prize. Can somebody say amen? It's time to hit the reset button of our spirit man. Come on, someone say reset. No, say it with attitudes, Reset. Yeah, I like that. I like that one. The girl just went, reset. And some of you guys are like, reset. <laughs> Come on, if you want to reset, mean it. Reset. Oh, you guys don't get it. Let me go on this side over. Reset. reset! There you go. Oh, 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 oh. They want it more than you guys. You want to get one another chance? Come on. Somebody say reset. Reset! There you go. Listen. The devil don't know what's in your mind, but he can hear you as you speak. So you got to tell him I'm on a reset. I'm not going down no more. I'm going up. Amen. I'm not sitting down. I'm standing up. You got to say it and you got to express it to let the, the devil know that, you know what? I am done with your stuff. i ain't going to listen to no lie. I'm going to trust in God. Can somebody say amen? Amen. Come on. It's time. Somebody say it's time. Come on. It's a fresh start over church. It's a time to walk in the new. Amen. It's time to look for something more in 24 church. Come on, it's a new beginning for all of us, amen. For some of you, even if you came in at the end, amen. Come on, some of you have had your first sober New Year's Day, New Year's Eve. Come on, somebody say amen. Come on, somebody was sober in this place for the first time after many years, right? It's good. I don't know about you, but I was hungover with the Holy Spirit, amen. Come on, somebody say that's okay. <laughs> it's all right to be a little... Buzzed on Jesus. Can somebody say amen? You see, the Apostle Paul was a man who walked in the new. Come on, on the road to Damascus, as you read in Acts chapter 9, who was Saul at the time, amen. His name would be changed to Paul, amen. But he pressed a reset button in his life where he encountered the truth and the truth set him free. Talk about a start over. Talk about a start over for a man, amen, in his life who was walking in one way thinking he had it all right. He he had it all together to do a turnaround, knowing that he had it wrong. It was a fresh start for him. He wasn't counted out. God didn't say, you know what, I, I can't use you. God used him. He hit a reset button, and it turned him around. Can somebody say amen? See, Paul embraced this new life of his. By letting go, listen, of his past, of who he was and what his thoughts were and what he did. And he gave a complete control of his life to the Lord. And he started to walk in the new. Paul, at that moment, hit a reset. Paul, at that moment, turned his life around. In that very moment, he turned his life. And he trusted God, and he gave his life completely to God. Come on, there was no question. There was no doubt. There was no, let me think about it. There wasn't, well, I'm going to wait to New Year's Day or or the fresh new year. Or you already now, I mean, you messed up in 24. Oh, I got to wait to 25 now. You know, we, this is how our mentality is. Hey, Amen. come on. I messed up this month, so I guess I got to start over in February. You know, this is how we think. Come on, just like uh, Pastor uh, Victor was saying, we got to do it now. Somebody say now. Now. Come on, don't think about it. Don't procrastinate. Do it. You want more? Do it. You want God? Do it. You want to see him? Give yourself to him completely and fully to him like Paul did. look what it says right here in Acts chapter 9, verse 6. And this is after, uh, if you know the story, uh, a light hits Paul, boom. He's on his road, amen. He's about to go take out some Christians, amen. He's on his plan. He's on a mission, amen. And then the light from heaven, boom, hits his life. And it says here, so he, speaking to Paul, trembling and astonished, said, Lord, what do you want me to do? And the Lord said to him, Arise and go to the city Into the city and you will be told what you must do. See, Paul at this very moment, right when he was struck by the light of God, amen, Paul gave his life completely, all the controls over to God, amen, and then he encountered it, when he encountered that light, amen, and then he followed in obedience. Right from there, boom. What do you want me to do? Where do you want to go? Go here, arise, go, and you'll be told what to do. That reset gave Paul a new beginning. That reset gave Paul a fresh start, a, a start over, amen. And through the resets of his life, Paul encourages you and I to walk in the new through his writings. Paul writes in Second. Corinthians 5.17, the Amplified Classic, it says there, Therefore, if any person is engrafted in Christ, the Messiah, he is a new creation, a new creature altogether. The old, previous, previous moral and spiritual condition has passed away. Come on, somebody. And behold, somebody say behold. The new, the fresh has come. The New Living Translation puts it like this. This means that if anyone who belongs to Christ, any believer, belongers here? Come on, somebody say I belong. Anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone. Somebody say bye. bye. And the new life has begun somebody say yes come on and some of us are still looking at our old past i I read that i said man i'm a new creation my old is gone amen that old man is gone though sometimes it manifests sometimes come on somebody come on ladies come on somebody come on you know it's still there (laughs) Come on, there's some flesh in there, come on. That's why Paul says, I gotta what? Crucify the flesh every day, amen. So it, it manifests, it's there, amen. Look, it's not like you get saved and boom, you become a saint. Come on, we're, we're all human, right? right? We all go through seasons, amen. That's why we gotta crucify, crucify. I say that every day. I crucify, I crucify, I crucify to die. To live as Christ. And to die is gain. See, when I crucify this flesh, I don't die. I gain church. You gain Christ. Come on, somebody. Come on, if you belong to Christ, you have become a new person. The old, the you, the things that you used to do are gone. He says, I'll give you everything brand new. See, we as believers, once we encounter the truth, once we hit the altar, once we surrender our lives to God, amen, and we give him, listen, this is a big part right here, give him the full control of your life to the Lord. See, we come and we say the prayer and we we come because you know what? We're ashamed. We come because we want Jesus, but we don't give him the full control. God, I need this and I need that. And we, we hold on to some things. Come on, somebody say amen. amen. We take things, amen. Let me tell you, church, you got to give him full control. Full control. Somebody say full control you got to let go of your past right there. No more buts. But, pastor, but, but, but. No, no, no more buts. Somebody say no more buts. That means no more excuses. Do you trust God or you don't? You want to give God your life or you don't? Come on, you can't be lukewarm, the Bible says, right? you either in or you're... He says Choose. God's, God's not mad if you don't want him. Make a choice. You want to serve me? Serve me. If you don't, don't. But if you look warm and just coming in and out and not giving me your full control and you come and you do your thing, I'll spit you out of my mouth. That's his word, church. God wants full control. Do we slip and mess up? All of us do. I ministered last week, man, there's none righteous, not one. We fall down. We fall short. That's why we need a savior. Come on, somebody say amen. amen. Come on, we need a savior, church. See, once we encounter that truth and give Him full control of our lives, and we let go of our past and start following Him in obedience, then the new comes. Amen. There's a series of things that we got to do in order for that to, in order for us to walk in the new church. You know, I. I'm reliving my, my life. I've been talking about it, amen, about it. when I got saved. Now I'm going to be 30 years ago. When I came to the altar that day, I was done. I was looking for something new. I was looking, God, I need you. I need you. And I came with a list of things that I couldn't do. God, I can't stop drinking. I can't do all this. I can't do all this stuff. And he says, give me complete control of your life and watch what I do. I'll put it all back together, he told me. I believed him. I got up from an altar call, made my way to the altar as an alcoholic that day. In that very moment, I was delivered. Because I told him, I'll give you full control of my life. And so God worked right away. Never had a desire. For 30 years now. That moment, I was no longer an alcoholic. (laughs) Come on, somebody. That is a miracle. But it only happens when you give your life full control. Because right when I did that, boom, the new came. I look like the old still. But the new was in here. The new was already happening. The new started, oh, man, it started working on me. Come on. That's what happens when you give them full control of your life, church. Once you hit the reset button for the start over, we as believers become brand new people on the inside. Come on, somebody. Jesus on the inside working on the outside. Come on. Come on, I still look oh God was doing something new. I still look all ugly outside, but you know what? Something new was coming eventually, man. Well you can see now. <laughs> Thinking right, looking different. Come on, somebody. There's a smile on me that's not fake. I got Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. That's all I need. Come on. When you, when you got Jesus, church, you got a smile. You got to shout amen. And so when someone comes with you, oh, woe is me, you give them some Jesus. That coworker I was talking to started smiling and said, thank you. And I said, you're welcome. But thank Jesus. You put him inside your life and watch what he does for you. We got to share Jesus everywhere, church. My boss is talking to me more about Jesus. Now I look at art. Right, look what I'm doing now. I say, praise the Lord. You've got to make input. Impact. Share input. Make impact. And people will change. Come on, somebody. The Holy Spirit gives us a brand new live church. We're not the same anymore. Come on. We were lost, but now we're... Come on. We were blind, but now we... Come on. Once we were bound, but Jesus... Set us free. Are you free? Yeah. Somebody say, I'm free. free. Oh, you got to sing it. Free. Uh, come on, when you're happy, you got to sing, right? Don't music get you happy? People get some music. All of a sudden, you're like, awesome. that, that beat comes on. You're like, yeah. I <laughs> Shoulders start bouncing and all kinds of things start happening. That's what music, that's what... Just, Jesus has to do the same thing inside of you, church. Jesus set us free. Come on, don't you remember how bound you were? Don't you remember how blind you were? Don't you remember the shackles that he has removed in your life, church? That alone has to cause you to come into the house of God and say, I want to worship my God. I want to come and praise my God. Amen. I want to trust my God in this new year. Come on, you went from loser to winner, from falling short to overcoming, from being a nobody to being a somebody. Somebody say hallelujah. See, we become a brand new person, church. Listen, we are not reformed. We are not rehabilitated. We are not reeducated. We are recreated, church. Come on, you got to understand, I didn't go through a, a, a rehab program. I didn't go to being taught something. The Holy Spirit at that moment got me set free from alcohol and drug. No rehab, no nothing. I was recreated. You were recreated at the moment of salvation, church. You could have walked in a drug addict and you can walk out as a free man of God, free woman of God, church. That's who we serve. He recreates you. Thank God for AA, AAA, and all these other A's. All I need is God, eh? (laughs) That's all I need is Jesus. Give me some Jesus. Give me a dose of that Holy Ghost. That's all we need, Church. Come on, we can be tore up from the floor up, but God can just refine you in a snap of his fingers. I didn't need no program. I just needed an encounter with the Holy Spirit, something that Paul had. He had an encounter with the Holy Spirit, and it changed his way of thinking, the way of what he thought, did, everything else. It changed him on that spot. He he didn't have to go through classes, though we have them, amen. He had to to go through a 12-step or all this. He was set free by the Holy Spirit that very moment. See, what we need is encounters with the Holy Spirit, church. Come on, books are great. All that is great, church. But what we need, what the church needs is the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Come on, he is the best rehabilitator, amen, a reformer. All you do is he comes and he recreates you. Come on, we need a recreation, church, of who you're supposed to be. We're not trying to change you, we're trying to recreate you. That's an encounter that Jesus wants to do inside your life. Can somebody say amen? Come on, we become a new creature altogether. He says, you become a brand new creation, amen, through the work of the Holy Spirit. And Paul says, if anyone be in Christ, that old is gone, amen. Come on, and the new has come, amen. And we begin to have a union with Christ as we follow him in obedience. Not following him for a week. Not following him for a month. It says, God, I'm all yours. I'm in. I'm in. I know what I was in over there. I don't want that no more. I want you. I'm in. You have my full control of my life. Do what you want to do. Lord, what is it that you want me to be? you'll will say, arise. And then he'll give you the instructions, listen, for your life. God will speak to you once you give your life complete to him. For some of us, if we're wondering what we'll do, what would, have you talked to the Lord? Have you gave him lordship of your life? Or he's just God? Come on, is he just a story that, you know, oh, Jesus, he died? No, no, is he lord over you? See, when you give your life to him completely, it's lordship. God, you are my God. I'll go where you tell me to go. I'll say what you want me to say. I'll do what you want me to do. He tells Paul, arise and go into the city. And then you'll be told what to do. He didn't question. He didn't say, well, I don't know. I was going over here. Can I do it tomorrow? No. He got up and he says, whatever you say, Lord. As you know, he was blinded when the light hit him. He had to blind him to take away all the stuff that he could focus on, that the focus would be on God. See, some of us, we're so focused, we come to God, we want it, but you're still looking at your problems. You're still looking at your past. You're still looking at the situations, the mishaps, and the downfalls of your life. Amen. And God says, I need to blind you for a little bit. I need you to close your eyes for a bit. I need you to focus on me, son. I need you to focus on me, daughter, because I want to speak to you, and I want to tell you what you need to do. Paul says, if anyone be in Christ, he is a brand new creation the old is gone at that moment and the new comes second cross i mean colossians chapter two verse six and seven says this and now just as you accepted jesus christ as your lord you must continue to you must continue to what what say it say it say it out loud let the devil know what you're doing you gotta follow him. See, we, we accept him, but no one wants to follow him. You wanna do your own thing. You wanna drink when you wanna drink. You wanna, all that. You, you don't wanna stop. Yeah, I love you, Jesus, save me. But I don't wanna stop this. I don't wanna stop that. I don't wanna look at, I, wanna, I don't wanna stop looking at this or going there or whatever it is. You gotta accept him, and you got to, and you got to. Follow him. It's like Elohim. Elohim. (laughs) He has to be Elohim in your life. He has to be Rafa, Jireh. He has to be everything to you, church. All those names are what he is to you that we sing. Do you know what those names mean? Because that's what kind of God he is to you. He's your provider, healer. He's everything, church. He's Nishi, your victory banner. That's my God. And because he is who he is, I will follow him. You got to follow him, church. That's the key. It's not just salvation. It's not just confession. It's obedience afterwards in following him. Then when you do that, then the new comes. See, Paul... Obeyed at the spot. It's kind of hot. Is that right? Can I turn it down a little bit? Or are you guys cold? I'll sweat for you. <laughs> Sundays is a, a time for me to lose a little weight. <laughs> See, Paul, right at the moment, he obeyed God. He got up and arise and went to the city, and then he became new. The new came to him. Can somebody say, amen? "Amen"? Look at what it says. It goes on to say, "Let your roots—somebody say roots—go grow down deep into him, and let your lives be built on him. And then your faith—somebody say faith—will faith. grow strong in the truth that you were taught, and you will overflow with thankfulness." Remember, rooted. 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 Come on, somebody say, "Rooted." rooted. Come on. Root, 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 root. We can't forget that, church. Come on, we've learned from rooted to crossover. Come on, you got to an understand here. Let your roots grow down deep inside of him and let your lives be built upon him. And then your faith will grow strong in the truth that you were taught. Amen. And now you'll start to overflow in thankfulness because of the newness in your life. We can become happy people, church, for Jesus. Hallelujah. But we got to get rooted. For some of us, we're not getting rooted no more. Remember the root dance? Root, 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 root. Some of you guys just plucked yourself out. Or you let the devil pluck you out or circumstances pluck you from what God has planned for you. Come on, we got to be like that—that tree that's planted in that riverbank. Amen. I will and I shall not be moved. You can bring winds, you can bring doubt, drought. Amen. You can bring any type of any type of circumstances, but I will not be moved. Come on, somebody. Come on. There's a scripture that says, "Amen." That my tree, my leaves will stay green, and I will continue to produce fruit. It's me, even in the drought seasons. I'm still looking good come on somebody even when I seem like I'm not getting fed amen spiritually I still look good outside not spiritually but physically I get a little excited sometimes someone shout root it somebody say reset Reset. look at R&R R&R reset and root it Once you reset yourself, you can root yourself. Somebody say, I need a reset. Listen, at conversion, we don't just turn the page, church. We begin a new chapter. Come on, somebody. And we begin a new life under a new master. That's a reset. Now, this is true individually, but Paul goes on to say it goes way beyond that. Not only are we believers that are changed within, but there is a new covenant, a new perspective, a new body, a new church. All of creation is being renewed in Christ Jesus. That is a complete reset. Come on, somebody. But it also requires, listen, church. From you, it requires you a new way of looking at all people, at all creation with grace, forgiveness, and love. Somebody say grace. Grace. Somebody say forgiveness. Somebody say love. love. See, we need to operate in that. Because once you have an encounter with the truth church, and once you get this new beginning, your eyes have to be open to all of God's creation. You cannot look at your spouse as an enemy, your family members as enemies. You've got to look through eyes of grace, amen. you got to look through eyes of love, amen. And you need to forgive them. I said you need to forgive them. Husband, wife, if you have not forgiven each other, you need to do that. Children, moms, sons, daughter, if you haven't done that, you need to do that. Otherwise, you're not a brand new creation. You're not. Because you become a brand new creation if you're in Christ Jesus. The old, you got to throw that old away, amen. doesn't matter what she did, what they did. It does not matter. You got the love of God in your life, amen. God has forgiven you and he has shown you grace. Now it's time for you to repeat that. Show your family who Jesus is by forgiving them, loving them, and showing grace to them. But in order to go forward, church, in order to walk in this new, and I'm going to try to close it in 10 minutes, church. Don't worry, we'll be out right in the the same time. I hear some people thinking, are we going to be late today? Well, I'll bring that song again all night. All night. <laughs> we'll run around the church right now, amen. But listen, in order to walk in the new, when we press the reset buttons in our life, listen, if we are to move forward, we only move forward by letting go of what's behind. We say amen, but there's people here holding on to the past. You have to let go what's behind, and then you got to follow Jesus, listen, in obedience. God, I don't want to go forward. I don't want to let go, but I do it because you told me to. I'm going to let go. I'm going to let God, and I'm going to move forward in you. I know it's hard, church, but you can't get the new until you let go. Somebody say let go. You got to let go. I know it hurts. I know you want to hold on to I know that, man, this is what you have over that person or that those people, that group, whatever it is. God says, I got so much more for you. You got to let go. You got to forgive. You got to love. And you got to show them grace. Everything that Christ did for us, we have to do for others. Come on, somebody. Show them the love of God. By showing them what God has done for you. And they'll experience this that you have, church. Come on. Paul understood this on the road to Damascus. When he hit the reset button, Paul knew that he had to leave his past behind. At that very moment. In order to walk in the new. In this start over. In this new beginning in his life. And it started with his name, church. You see, he remained Saul from that encounter in Acts chapter 9 until his first mission trip in Acts chapter 13 where not the Holy Spirit, not God, not Jesus renames him. You know who renames him? Do you know? We all thought God changed his name, right? Right? Did you guys think that? See, if you thought that. Raise your hand. Come on, it's all right. I thought that for a moment. Yeah, he changed his name to from Saul to Paul. No, no, it wasn't God. He didn't say your new name is. You know he did that. He did that with uh, uh, Abraham. They became Israel, but not here. You know who he renames him? Luke. Read chapter thirteen. Luke, one of the apostles, changed him. He changed his name. Amen. Now, come on. Now. This is where he got renamed. You see, Saul indicates persecutor. What did Jesus say to him? Saul, Saul, why do you? Persecute me. Come on. Persecutor. While Paul refers to change. Reset. I want you to grab that. Paul in the, is a Greek version of the Hebrew name Saul. He took a new identity. Paul was always his name. How many know that they have several names? Saul was, a, was his name, but he used his other name, Paul. Change. No longer a persecutor, but a changed man. Come on, somebody say amen. Come on, Paul did not want to be Saul anymore. In order to move forward, he, he had to leave what he did back there. If you know he, what he did, amen, he persecuted Christians. He killed Christians. He had a bad past. Anybody have a bad past? Here? Don't raise your hand. We all know you did. (laughs) Paul didn't want to be Saul no more. In order to move forward, he had to leave what's behind. Look what Paul says in Philippians chapter 3, uh, starting at verse 4 to 14. A lot of them are going to read a lot of scripture, but it's going to blow your mind. You probably have read it so many times. But man, look at the reset in Paul's life. He says, though I myself have reasons for such confidence... If someone else thinks they have more reasons to, to put confidence in the flesh, he says, I have more. It sounds like he's bragging a little bit here. He, say, he sounds like I'm better than anyone else, but he's not doing that. It's totally the opposite. Look what he says. I've been circumcised on the eighth day. So he's bragging a little bit of what he's done. He's talking about his past now, church, but he sounds like he's bragging, but he's not. I circumcised on the eighth day of the people of Israel, the tribe of Benjamin, uh, of the Hebrews of Hebrews, uh, in regard to the law, Pharisees for, uh, with a, as a, for zeal, persecuting the church as righteousness based on law and faultless. He's telling them, this is where I'm from. I'm a Hebrew of Hebrews. I'm somebody. I'm from uh, the tribe of Benjamin. I, I know the law. Then he turns it right here. But whatever were gains to me, I consider them loss for the sake of Christ. Reset. What's more, I consider everything a loss because of surpassing worth of knowing Christ, my Lord, who for my sake I lost all things and consider them garbage that I may gain Christ. So now he's saying, yeah, I was all that, but I don't care about all that. It's garbage to me. Because now I know who he is. Come on, somebody. And being found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law. Because he was a law man. Come on, somebody. Come on. But he says, which is through the faith in Christ. The righteousness that comes from God based on the basis of faith. I want to know Christ. Yes, I want to know the power of his resurrection and participation in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death. And so somehow attaining the resurrection from the dead. Not only, not that I have already obtained all this. I don't have it all together. He's saying here, but I have not, I have not, I have not arrived at my goal, but I press hold to take that which Christ Jesus took a hold of me. Now he speaks to us. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet taken hold of it. You can see the flip side of it now. Now Paul is humble. He was at one time said, I'm the Hebrew of Hebrews. I'm this, I'm that. I'm the Pharisees of Pharisees. I hold the law. And he says, you know what? I don't know it all. I don't know the whole thing. I just press forward. He says, one thing I do. One thing I do. Somebody say, one thing I do. Forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press towards the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heaven in Christ Jesus. Reset. Man, talk about a man whose life is turned around thinking he was this, thinking he had it all together, to say, man, I don't have it all together, but all I want to know, I want to know Jesus more. I want to know my God more, so I got to leave what's behind. I got to leave what I did. I got to leave my friends. I got to leave my family. I got to leave my religion. I got to leave all that behind because I want more and more of Jesus. I'm going forward in Christ Jesus. If you're gonna move forward, church, first you have to understand that if anyone is in Christ, he and she is a new creation. You gotta understand that. We got that? Then you gotta understand that your past, the old is gone. And you are forgiven. Come on, somebody say thank you. And the new has come. You are no longer a loser. You're no longer a drug addict, an alcoholic, a no good, a failure, a nobody. You see, the devil calls you by your sin, but God calls you by your name. Come on, somebody. The reset changes all that, church. Now you are a son. Now you are a daughter of the Most High. You are not a nobody, but a somebody. You're not a loser, but a winner. You're an overcomer through the blood of the Lamb. Somebody say, reset look at someone else and say go forward but if you're going to go forward church listen you got to let go of that past I'm sorry what took place in the past I'm sorry for the hurts that your past has caused you or caused others our past all has hurts and hangups, church. That's why we're here today. I'm sorry for them, And God's not trying to say, you know, forget all that. No, but he says, I want to change all that. Don't live there no more. Go forward. And you got to let go. The only way you can let go forward is by letting go. I said, the only way you can go forward is by letting go. If I'm not letting go, I can't. We can't go forward, church. We're still holding on to those things. Come on, it doesn't matter what you have done. It doesn't matter what you have accomplished. Human achievements, no matter how oppressive they are, cannot earn a person's salvation and eternal life with God. We are not saved by works, church. Come on, Paul's conversion to faith in Acts chapter 9 wasn't based on what he had done but by God's amazing grace. Listen, if you're depending on your Christian parents and because your parents are pastors and because you come to this church or just being good, amen, is going to get you right with God, you are wrong. It doesn't matter who your parents are. Who your grandparents are, though, come on, come on, it's great for them, amen. Listen, your accomplishments and your reputation cannot earn salvation. Salvation only comes through faith in Christ, and you gotta get that on your own, church. My grandkids, my, my daughter, my son, my grandson, amen, my family, they cannot get it based on me. Oh, my, my son's a pastor, my dad's a pastor. No, no, you gotta get your own faith. You can't hold on to that. You can't show up to the pearly gates and say, you know what? Pastor Arch in there, tell him his son's out here. You can't come, amen. Come on, let me in. My pastor's in there. I'm from PCLV. Tell him I'm here. He's going to say, what's your name, son? What's your name, daughter? And if you don't have that personal encounter, you didn't go after it on your own, he says, away from me, for I don't even know you. Come on, church, you got to know who he is. Now, when they open that book, oh, yes, come on in. Well done, good and faithful servant. Those are the words you want to hear. You don't want to hear the D word. Depart. You don't want to hear welcome. Good. But you gotta do that on your own. Can't flash one of my cards. Church flyer. <laughs> Praise chapel is <here's> my flyer. <laughs> You'll probably say, why you still have it? Why didn't you give it to somebody? <laughs> somebody say, reset. Listen, church, don't let your achievements become more important than your relationship with Christ. And that goes in the church. Sometimes we can get so focused of who we are and our titles and everything else that, you know what, it affects our relationship with God. It affects our relationship with God. Guess what? It's going to affect our relationship with each other. Our relationship with Christ should be valued more than anything else more than a Bible study, more than this, more than that. God, I got to have Christ in me first before I do anything else. Come on, somebody say amen. Paul considered all things new. All things new. Come on. And all the things that he'd done in the past, he said, it's garbage. He says, all I want is to know Christ. Paul gave up everything, his family, his friends. Listen, his freedom in order to know Christ and his resurrection power. And that same power is available, listen, for you and I. The same power that raised Christ from the dead, remember, dwells in you. It'll raise you up. Paul says, I've hit my reset button to release my past, and I'm going forward in Christ Jesus. Church, it doesn't matter what you've done in the past, good or bad. Jesus is the only way of pressing forward. And he forgives you, and he helps you to forget your past. You are no longer that person no more, church. Once you realize that, then you become what he created you to be. Come on, we become with Christ by trusting in him. Amen? Amen. Amen. There are some things here that I can go on. I'll bring it maybe next week. But God wants to do some things in your life, church. See, a lot of us are in a tug of war right now. This is the tension of our fight. We want to go forward, but we don't want to let go. And so it goes to a back and forth motion. And guess what? That is how your walk would be. Unstable. You come in with victory sometimes, but then you go back to defeat. Victory. Defeat. We're supposed to be walking in victory, church. Period. Let's all stand up. God, I got so many good things.